This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. said when he came to the field in Megillas Rus and he saw his workers he said to them Hashem imachem Hashem should be with you and what did they answer? does anyone here know what they answered? I don't hear you Yubechecha Hashem Hashem should bless you everyone who came here tonight you should be gebenched you should be blessed with everything that you need before you even need it. So we're in the middle of Svira. Svira, the first day of Svira on Pesach, is Chesed Shebe Chesed. Every day, Chesed, Gevura, Hoid, Netzach, every day, Said, every day has a special Svira. The first Svira, the foundation of reaching the 49th day, which is Malchus the Malchus, which is David HaMelech, Mashiach. You cannot accept the Torah from God, the Chassan and Kala, which gets married on Shavuos under the Chuppah, which was Harsinai. You cannot marry the king unless you're royalty. So we, all of us, women and men, have to be on the level of Malchus the Malchus when we come to Shavuos. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you go from chesed to chesed, from being kind to becoming malchus to malchus? What is the essence of a king? So I want to start off with an amazing Rashi. In Pashas Vayera, in Pashas Vayera, we know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, God destroyed Sidon. Gophus Bemelach, it was total destruction. And Hashem decided to save Lot. And everybody thinks that Hashem saved Lot because Lot was Avram Avinu's nephew. But when Avram Avinu davened to Hashem to save Sidon, he asked if there's ten tzaddikim there, and Hashem, and he said no, and therefore he turned around and walked away and understood that his nephew Lot, who decided to go to Sodom, would be destroyed with Sodom. But it's a fascinating passage in Pashas Vayeru, and it says the following, While Hashem was destroying all the cities around Sodom, And Hashem remembered Avraham, And Hashem saved Lot question is, what it should have said is that God remembered Lot. Not that God remembered Avraham. God remembered Lot. Just like it says God remembered the cries of Klyisrael and he went and saved them in Mitzrayim. Here, we, he's saving Lot. He should have said God remembered Lot. So Rashi says something. Don't ever forget what this Rashi says. And Rashi says the following. At my age, you got to lift them or where are the other ones? What does it mean Hashem remembered Avraham? Hashem remembered Lot. 
Hashem remembered what Lot did for Avraham. Lot knew that Sarah was the wife of Avraham. And when they went to Mitzrayim, and the Mitzrayim asked, who is this woman? Avraham said, it's my sister to save his own life. And at that point, had Lot told the Mitzrayim, it's a lie. It's not his sister. It's his wife. They would have killed Avraham on the spot. And Lot would have gotten the millions and millions of dollars. And all the sheep that Avram had. This was his chance to take everything from Avram. And instead, he was quiet. And he didn't tell the Mitzrayim that Avram Avinu was really the husband. By Yiskor es Avraham. Hashem remembered what Lot did for Avraham. Why did Lot not tell on Avraham? He could have gotten all the money. And the answer is that Lot had a karas hatov, that Avraham pulled him out of Haran, had a karas hatov, that Avraham made him rich, and he had a karas hatov, that Avraham took him wherever he went. Ladies and gentlemen, Malchus starts with hakaras hatov. It starts with appreciation. Because Lot was saved from Lot and his daughter came Moab. From Moab came Rus. From Rus came David HaMelech. And from David HaMelech came Mashiach. Had Lot been killed... There was no Rus. And there was no Moab. To reach the 49th step, to reach Malchus Shebe Malchus, a person has to have a Karasatov. But this is talking about Rus's side. What about Boaz's side? And this is really for the men that are in the room. Behine Boaz Boaz was the Gadol Hadar, the Tzadik, very wealthy. And he came from Beis Lechem, and he said to his workers, the harvesters, he said the first thing when he met them, Hashem Hashem should be with you. By they turned to him and said, Hashem, Hashem should bless you. Guys, is that the first thing you say when you walk into your office to your workers? That God should be with you, or why are you late? Where are my, where's the papers? Where's the bank statements? What's going on? You want vacation again? Is that how we walk into our offices? Do we turn to our workers and say, God should be with you? Do we come into our houses at night? And the first thing when we see our children and our wives, do we tell them, God should be with you? Don't you want to hear the return from your children? Rabbeim, I'm a Rebbe. How many times I've walked into class, take out your notebooks, take out your homework, put away your snack, put away all your gadgets. Wouldn't it be much better if a Rebbe walks into a room, no matter what class he's teaching, or a Shashiva, before he gives a shear, tells his students, Hashem Imachem, today God should be with you, and they return to their Rebbe, to their husband, to their wife, to their children. Hashem. Hashem should bench you. 
Boaz had a karas And before he asked his workers for anything, he gave them the biggest thank you that you could give anyone. He said, God should bless you. Boaz understood what it meant to appreciate. So the marriage of two people who their basis was a karas is the mother and father of Malchus. So if you want to stand before Shvuos on the 49th day and say Malchus Shiva Malchus, everyone in this room, including Rabbi Wallerstein, we need to work on a karas and start blessing people. We don't bless people. Start blessing others because when you bless others, we see from Boaz, you get blessed. Point number one, now point number two. What's the second thing that a king must have? So if we look in the beginning of Rus, I had a great story to tell you tonight, but I have to fit this in 20 minutes, so I'm going to skip the story and just say the Dvatairus. Stay tuned for Chazak number two. So there's a whole discussion between Rus and her mother-in-law and the army. First of all, this whole story is fascinating. For all the mother-in-laws that are in the room, it's amazing. If you look at what it says over here, right? They raised their voice and they cried. And they kissed their mother-in-law. It's already Nisa Minifloys. But listen very carefully. This is for everybody, and this is my message. Rus Dafkaba. Rus stuck and Arpa left. What happened that night? They were together. They were both hugging their mother-in-law. They both said, we don't want to go. And the mother-in-law said, no, go. And they said, no, we don't want to go. And then the mother-in-law said, go. And Arpa said, okay, I'm giving you a kiss and a hug, and I'm out of here. And she left. And according to the Medrash that night, she was with a thousand men and a dog. In fact, Gullius was conceived that night who fought David. When David Amelach went to fight against Gullius, he came with a slingshot. So Gullius said something very weird. He said, what do you think I am, a dog? What kind of statement was that? Says so in Mepharshim, he said, David Amelach, so you know about my mother? So you're making fun of me that I'm from the dog? Chazam. Two people in the same place at the same time, one becomes the great-grandmother of David HaMelech and the other one is with a thousand men and has a Goliath. You know what the difference between these two girls were? Rus Dafkaba. Rus stuck. Commitment. Oh, that's, a, that's the scariest C word. Especially for guys who are dating. Commitment and consequence. How do you know that Rus was committed? She says the following. Stop telling me to leave. Where you go, I go. Where you sleep, I sleep. Amcha Ami, your nation's my nation. Elokecha, Elokai, your God, 
is my God, and the only thing that will ever separate us is death. Rus committed. Your nation's my nation. Your God's my God. Where you go, I go. She totally committed. A melech, a melech has to commit to his people. A Jew has to commit to a Kodesh Baruch Rus was totally committed. She became Am Hamalchus. Well, what about Boaz? Was Boaz totally committed? And this is a Musr to me more than anyone else in this room. And there's a lot of people in this room that will understand why. So Rus goes at night and she goes to Boaz and she uncovers his feet. And she says, I want you to be my goel. And now she comes home to report to her mother-in-law. And she tells her mother-in-law everything that happened and that Boaz said, I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be Pony Almoni. I'm not sure if it's me. Listen to this. And I apologize to everyone because I have never reached this and I'm working on it very hard. And anyone who's in Tzorchei Tzibba needs to listen to this. You need to listen to what Malchus is. You need to listen to who Boaz was. Naomi tells Rus, Batoma, she says, Shavi Biti, relax, relax, Rus, sit down. Until we find out how this is going to end up. Kilo Yishkot Hayish, Kiim Kiwa Hadava Hayom. Boaz had a name, he will not rest until this is settled. Today. Commitment to Klyusro. Not I'll call her back, I'll say I will see. Maybe he had a name that he will never let something that's bothering someone else go for 24 hours. Don't worry, Russ. You're not gonna have to worry till Wallace calls you back in two weeks or sends you an email in four months. Because Boaz is not Wallace. Boaz? When someone has pain and someone needs an answer, he will have an answer before the day is over. That is Malchus. Commitment and Akaras Hatov. That is Malchus. Man, you know what commitment to Tefillah means? It means you're on time to dominate. Not that you're late and you leave early. You know what commitment to learning is? That when you have a Seder, you're on time for that Seder. Do you know what commitment to a woman is? To a wife? Your life is my life. Your children are my children. Your pain is my pain. Your love is my love. And that goes the same thing for the ladies. Your struggle in business is my struggle. Your struggle with your amigos is my struggle. What you go through is my struggle. That's commitment. That's dafkabo. What a lesson we learned from Megillah's Rus. You want Malchus in your house? You want royalty? There has to be a Hatov. And there has to be commitment. This is not the story that I wanted to tell you tonight, but it's a one-minute story. A lady came to me today. I haven't seen her in two years. And whatever happens on the day that you speak in my history, in my life... It's something that God wants you to talk about. 
So she walks into my office. She says, do you remember me? I'm like, I'm really sorry because the worst thing you can do is say no. I'm like, when was the last time you were here? She said, two years. Baruch Hashem. She said, two days. I don't remember. I'd be in trouble. But she said, two years. I'm like, two years. Come on. You know how many people I saw in two years? She says, Rabbi Wallstein, I came to you. I had a lot of problems. And while we were talking, you told me that. I told you that when Shabbos comes, I'm always late. And I use 16 out of the 18 minutes. I said, what? You use 16 out of the 18 minutes? You can't use 16 out of That's a guy thing. It's not a girl thing. We can, you know, we're not supposed to do that either, but you know, until he gets out of the shower. But you have to be there at 7 o'clock at Loka. You can't be there at 7 16. You can be there at 7 o'clock. She goes, I know, but since I'm 18 years old, I'm lighting candles, and I just, I just can't. I said, listen to me, you have the problem that you were having. I'm like, you want to get rid of that problem? Like five minutes before this month. That's why I left it. We all know, big Nisim in the Flores, lady, when you light five minutes before this month. Five minutes before the 18 minutes. So she sits down in front of me, she goes, Rebbe Wallenstein, I'm just making the 18 minutes, and I'm, my husband sometimes has to do stuff because I'm very late, but Baruch Hashem, since I left your office two years ago, I light exactly on the time that you're supposed to light. I do not use any of those minutes anymore. I said, and how's life? She said, what I really needed didn't happen yet, but it's definitely a little bit better. I said, I'm sorry, but I have to tell you this, I'm very straight. You're really not doing anything special. Some of the therapists in the room would be very upset about it, but I'm real. I'm like, you were doing something wrong till now. You were lighting 16 minutes in. Now you're lighting on time. Yay. Shkoyach, it's beautiful. I'm very proud of you. But you're really not doing anything special. You want to do something special? Light five minutes before. What? I just got too bad. I'm like, light five minutes before. She said, why? I said, I just prepared my shir for tonight for Chazak. You want to know why? Because five minutes before means you're committed. Show Hashem you're committed. 18 minutes is the halacha. Five minutes before means you're committed. I am committed. Your Shabbos is my Shabbos. And I'm going to show you how important your Shabbos is to me. So ladies, tonight, I don't like to just get up here and entertain. Whoever can be a makabal on themselves, listen to what I'm telling you. It's from the Gedalim and the Tzaddikim. It's the hardest time to be on time. Chas v'shalom, don't use the 18 minutes. Do not use the 18 minutes. That means, Hashem, I made it, just made it, you know, to your party. Five minutes means that I'm at the door five minutes before Hashem opens the door to let us in for Shabbos. I'm dressed and I'm ready and I'm lighting my candles and Hashem, I am five minutes early to your, to your banquet. That's what Hashem wants in the, in the banquet hall. So if you ladies could be macabre, some of you, one of you, just one of you, can be macabre, five minutes early, five, for sure not the 18 minutes don't use it, but five minutes before Shabbos, she do him, children, health, Hanasa, you will see, Nisim Beneflois. Rus was committed. You all have that class. Amen. Amen. Uh, they're not going to get away with it. Don't worry. <laughs> Come to Daphne five minutes early. My, my grandfather, listen to me, listen to me. My grandfather, Allah Shalom, Hachavah Shmuel, and Hachavah Rabbi and Hachayin, was always from the first ten in the minion. And the Gemara says, the Kosh Baruch Hu comes to the shul to meet the first ten. 
and if Chas Shalom, one of those ten who's there every day, is not there, Hashem asked the Malachim, where is he? And the Malachim are like, he's sick, then we have to give him Rafu Shalema. He was up very late last night because he has to work very hard, then we have to get him a better job. It's a huge, crazy school to be from the first ten. Be on time. Show your commitment, and that way we'll come in Mitzvah to Shavuos, and we'll stand in front of Hashem, and we'll say we went from Chesed to Mamachos, and the wedding will take place. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.